Hello and welcome to Refuse to Snooze, the podcast brought to you by Eve Sleep. I'm Andy Peters. Today I'm lying down to talk about fitness with England rugby international Chris Robshaw. He's six foot two. Are you six foot two? I think you're about six three. Nah, six two. Six I wish, two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And seventeen stones. Mm-hmm. And seventeen stone. And the fact they've put a bed in the studio, I think, is hilarious. It's a strange setup. Um, do you know what? It's a it's strange my, setup. This is my weirdest interview I think I've probably ever done. But luckily you're with me, and I know you, so it's yeah, quite good. So that makes it quite relaxing. So are you well? I'm very well, yeah. Back fit. Um, looking forward to getting stuck into things. My series is called Refuse to Snooze. Yep. Do you ever hit the snooze button? No. So you were a refuser? I am, yeah. Good I man. I literally think, you know, I'm going to sleep in as late as possible and then I'm up and out. Boom, you're up. Boom, I'm sometimes up before the alarm and just kind of zombie-like. Old school. Now, being a six-foot-two man, when you're walking around the supermarket, do little kids come up to you and go, oh, my God, you're a giant, you're Chris Robson, can I squeeze your muscles? <laughs> Actually, the opposite. A lot of people say, oh, I thought you'd be bigger. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah. This is like, oh, cheers. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. Um, yeah, look, you, you get the odd thing. Like, kids always want to know how much you bench press. How <laughs> much you earn, how much you bench press. Can I ask you two questions? How much you bench press? Yeah. I don't. Uh, probably not that much. Uh, when you say probably not that much, I bet you're like... Joe Marler recently yeah. did a one rep max with 200 on the bench press. Oh my so he's life. our strongest man at Harlequins. The prop, the big heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a lot less than that. Oh, so am I. Uh, <laughs> and how much do you earn? No jokes. Um, I, deadlifts. That's my thing, you see. I'm very good at deadlifts. Oh, yeah. 210. Well, Little old me, yeah. 210. Squat. No, I can't squat. No. Can you I squat? I can't. I don't squat. I've got a bad back. Um, deadlift, I'm probably at a ceiling of about 150. It's match day. Hmm? Firstly, so you're going to try and have a lion or not on a match day? I would try to sleep in as long as possible, yeah. Okay. And what's the routine on match day? So the routine, get up, uh, feed the dog, okay. which is hugely important. Yeah, but uh, not a huge dog. Not a huge dog, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, yeah, have some breakfast. i probably have four scrambled egg, a um, bit of toast maybe, massive fan of the Nutribullets, put it all in there, make yeah. a protein one of them. Um, not, no, not with the eggs, though? No, not with the eggs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear the comma or semicolon. I was like, put it all in the Nutribed. No, not the eggs and the Well, toast. like Rocky style. Just yeah, exactly. Blend just, put it all, yeah, just blend everything and drink it. <laughs> oh my God. It makes everything taste yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite that. Uh, but yeah, separately, have okay. about that for breakfast then. We'll go to the club. That's a good thing about three o'clock games. If you have a little lie and you get up, slow, slow start to the day, have a shower, have some food, uh, and then you're in the club. And then we meet there three hours before the game, have some food, have some physio. Yep. Um, do it all as a squad. Some of the guys play some cards, just mm-hmm. trying to mentally just relax for a little bit, watch some other sport if it's on. Um, and then we get going, we have our meetings, we start to get revved up, do right. a walkthrough around the pitch about an hour and 15, hour and a half before the game, and then it's go time. On training day, so we've talked about match day, yep. training day at Quinn's, is that an, a, a long day? It can be. Um, it, it all varies. I mean, it's probably not long in all honesty to the real world. And um, Until you talk about how much so footballers speak. train, then it's yeah. not long at all. We're, we're different. Yeah, exactly. Different sports. Well, I think you do train for a long... I we do, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, we tend to be quite long days. Yeah. We're probably kind of starting about half eight until three or something. So it's not, not too bad. <laughs> uh, but in that, you're not training the whole time. You, you've got meetings, physio recovery. Um, you're probably doing one good weight session for 45 minutes an hour okay. probably rugby for a similar time um, sometimes double rugby um, and then yeah towards the end of the week day off on Thursday nice so go do whatever cinema, uh, cinema. and then kind of the captain's run yeah we'll yeah. all run around the pitch again food again nutrition so important mm-hmm. in what you do 
Who eats the most in the England team? Mm, I want to say someone like Billy Bunapola. I knew a, you were going to say something like him, yeah. He's a big man. Um, but he can just put it away. He's, he's one of those guys, actually, who... You should probably get him in here. He eats and sleeps in between training. That's literally it. And you, that's why he's so... Do you know, so literally, big. when we spoke earlier about napping, I was going to say, isn't it a lot of the guys from the Pacific Islands, yeah. they eat, sleep, that's mm. what... Eat, sleep, train. Eat, yeah. eat, sleep, train, repeat. Yeah. But they're all absolute units. They're all huge guys. It's so muscular as well. So big, just naturally gifted. Um, but yeah, they, they put away so much food, but also they sleep and they can move around with it as well. The ideal thing for the England rugby team would be to go to an American... Or you can eat buffet. Certain days we do have it when we're with England. We do have a cheat meal. Do you? Where we kind of we go out at we hotel. Hard, no, we go out for a meal in a local local Italian, and they okay. put on the full works for us. Oh, uh, all that pasta, pasta, pizzas, whatever you can imagine, Italian style. Um, and that's after your three very hard days training. So right. yeah, you really want to go there when it gets devoured. You guys get injuries all the time. Mm-hmm. I tore my ACL yeah, in here somewhere. Ligaments, yeah. yeah, when I was squatting, and I just can't go back to squatting. I'm just too scared. You must have to have a certain mindset to be able to get injured and get back. Maybe because it's your job, so you have to do it. Yeah, I, I think with stuff like that, we're, we're very fortunate as well. We get to work if we do need an operation. We get to work with some of the best specialists in in the world, really, especially yeah. in the, the sports rehab. We have physios that we use every day. Um, and when you're injured, it's it's a very tough time for players. Uh, just mentally because you see all your friends out there they're all enjoying themselves they're all having fun they're doing a bit you love which is actually playing rugby ice baths ice baths good or bad good I love an ice bath do you really Yeah. can you go straight down to nipples I can do we have guys who actually kind of go under the shoulders no so literally just to their neck yeah which I can't do especially when it's like this outside and it's pretty cold and miserable in the summer it's brilliant we put them outside everyone's kind of boiling hot jumping it's like a little kind of pool party Um, it's quite refreshing but yeah, as you can imagine, in the in December months, the, yeah, the queues for them aren't so big. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'll give that a miss. I'll give that a miss. Rugby always seems so much more embracing, so much more inclusive. You know, you can go to a rugby match, people get so drunk, but there's no violence. In, and I'm talking about the audience, not the players. Um, you know, the people, the fans watching. I can sit, as an England fan, can sit next to an Italian fan or a Scottish fan and everyone gets on. Rugby does seem to be a bit more inclusive. Has it always been like that? You know, you have gay, out gay rugby players in rugby league. Mm-hmm. You know, everything about rugby seems to be a, a little bit more gentlemanly. Yeah, it's, um, it looks, it's a brilliant. Is it like that on the inside as well? It is. Look, I think the, the more the game goes and goes and money and whatever else come into the sport, it's, it's going to be tough and, it's like anything, when, when guys are under stress and duress, there are times when things boil over, but then hopefully you come to the end of it and you can kind of move forward. And as a sport, we're, we're very proud of it. Um, there are some great things, there are some bits which you'd rather not be there. Um, but I think we're going in the right direction. And when, you, again, very, very quickly, uh, worst player to play against, do you think, in your opinion? Worst player, to, my toughest opponent. Yeah, your was, toughest opponent, I'd say, yeah. Or when I was a, a young kid, I remember the ball got kicked out to this this big guy called Sebastian Chabal yeah. who for the people that don't know looked like a huge caveman <laughs> about probably about six foot five long black hair big black beard um, a French man and the ball went to him he had about a 40 metre run up just caught the ball and I just kind of looked around anyone anyone <laughs> no um, all yours and then yeah I woke up in the changing room and he scored after that Really? Yes. Yeah, so, oh my god. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was uh, he was pretty tough. Oh my goodness. Do you still enjoy it? Is it still everything you imagined it would be? 
Yeah, very much so. For, for me as a kid, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play rugby, play for my country and, and aspire to do that. And I think the day when I stop enjoying it and I stop loving it is probably the day when you think it's time to do something else. But at the moment, I, I still love it. I still get the buzz about competing, training. Of course, there are, there are things in your body which you probably have to manage a little bit more. You have to change your routine. Potentially, you might not train as hard. I'm quite happy now to swap in and out. Whereas yeah, exactly. when you're younger, you want to do every rep. You want to do every every session. When you get a bit older, you're probably a bit more sensible and like, yeah, you can do that one. <laughs> well, look, Chris, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to see you. Good luck back on the pitch. Thank you very much. And at the World Cup as well. Uh, thanks very much for joining me. I have to say, there's a lot less space in this bed when you're in it. Your poor wife, literally. And I bet you do starfish as well. Uh, we've got a big bed. We've got a super king, so luckily, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. So, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening at home. And as a thank you for refusing to snooze, head over to evesleep.co.uk and use the code refuse to snooze 2 and get a set of jersey sheets with any purchase over £100. That's valid until the end of May. Tune in next week and I'll be joined by model and author Jodie Kidd to chat all things parenting. To subscribe for the next episode, visit evesleep.co.uk forward slash podcast. <laughs>